It's the weekend, and that means it's time for Rapid Fire Tips. I'm Dr. Dan from Anchor Talk. Here's one that I can't believe that I didn't know until recently. I've been doing this over 40 days in a row now on Anchor Talk. When you hit the big red button and start recording, you can minimize it, and you can go to another screen. I did not know that. I mean, that opens up a whole whole lot of new things for me. So you can just minimize it. I'm on the iPhone, so I'm not sure how it would work exactly on Android, but minimize it. Basically, I just hit the home screen on the bottom and I can go to another app. Especially, I love it because I can read some bullet points or some thoughts that maybe I had already, or I could uh, read from a highlighted news story. Uh, what I like to use is a uh, an app called Diago, D-I-I-G-O, where you can bookmark it on your desktop, but also your app uh, on your phone, and then you can highlight certain areas. So if you, that can create some nice on-the-go, really quick uh, points that you can bullet points where you can talk. Uh, so that's just something that I did not know. I'm just sharing it here. I kind of feel silly that I'd never even tried that. I guess I just assumed the big red button had to take over the big iPhone screen. That's all that had to play. But you could minimize it as soon as you start recording. And I always hit the big red button and slide up so you don't have to you know, hold it down. And then, you know, once you do an intro, you can be reading from something, uh, something you already have kind of cued in an app or notes or just anything. And then... You know, just go back to Anchor right at the end so you can turn it off. So that's my first rapid-fire tip of the weekend. We are looking for your rapid-fire tips. Uh, You may have found some things that make Anchor easier to use, but it's not just tech tips or feature tips. Just call in with a one-minute or less rapid-fire tip on anything Anchor because now the other thing is we are starting to take submissions for the new book project, Anchor Voices. So when you call in with a rapid fire tip, it may be included in the book project. And for more information on that, you can go to episode 54. Thanks, have a great day. Look forward to hearing some rapid fire tips this Labor Day weekend. Hey, it's Dr. Dan from Anchor Talk with a rapid fire tip. Since a recent update of Anchor, just in the last week or so, you can now manually archive your entire current 24-hour station flow. And the way you do that is you go to the man on the bottom right to go to your station episode uh, view, and you, you click on station, and then you scroll down. Now the things in kind of the light blue are the, your current flow, and then there's a line there where it kind of turns black. Those are things in your archive. Well, it says station archives, and now there's to the right side, there's a little uh, arrow box that you can click and you can manually archive it right then. What that means is if you have recorded some things and you don't want to wait for the automatic archive overnight at midnight, you can manually archive it and force it into the archive. That means you can then use the export tool to export all, everything you recorded that day into one big MP3 file. This is really cool. A lot of people may not know about it. You can refer to our episode 25 uh, here at Anchor Talk to learn more about exporting. But it's kind of cool just to know you have that option. Rapid fire tip coming at you. Do you know the best way for two station owners to own the same content? It's the call-in boomerang. So when you do a call into another one station, 
and they publish it, you're basically giving them content. They own that content. But once it's published on their station, you can echo it back to your station and because you first created it, then you own it also and then you can add it to your podcast mix and your episode mix. I call it a call-in boomerang and to learn more about how that works, you can refer to our episode here on Anchor Talk, episode 32. But that's the quickest way for you both to own the content and be able to use it to save it in an episode and or a podcast. Hope this is helpful. This is Dr. Dan from Anchor Talk. Please call in with your rapid fire tips. Can be anything. It can be a tech tip, a feature tip. It could be advice. It could be encouragement. It could be branding strategy on Anchor. Anything you do now, we are considering it part of our Anchor Voices book project as well. And you can refer to that on episode 54. Have a great Anchor day. Hey, Dr. Dan at Anchor Talk. I just wanted to call in and say thank you for all the wonderful Anchor tips that you're giving us today and every day because it keeps me and everybody else here on Anchor updated on all of the wonderful features of this great app. So I want to say thank you for the tips, the information, and sharing the knowledge. I really appreciate it. I'm pretty sure everyone on Anchor does too. Hello, Dr. Dan. It is me, Miss Honey, again. I think, as I said to Avi, uh, I, I just keep getting more and more questions, so we're making this a, a daily thing, I guess. Um, anyways, uh, I wanted to find out something. I asked Avi this as well. I, I, anytime I have questions, I ask both of you because you both seem to know exactly what's going on. So I went into my call-ins because, um, as you know, things pile up with call-ins a lot of the time, and sometimes people don't publish them until you know a few days later or whatever. Um, so I went to go to my original Collins, which was from Lulu Island, and I've always wanted to save that because, you know, it's a memento, my first Collin, blah, 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 and I'm scrolling down and it's gone. So do Collins expire after a month? Because I've definitely had it for a month at least. Uh, do let me know because I'm just confused or if this is another error on Anchor's part. If you ever heard of Collins expiring? As always, thank you, Miss Honey, for your introspective questions. If one honeybee has a question, lots of honeybees probably have a similar question. So here's how I understand call-ins. Call-ins stay in your call-in folder. Yeah, that's the way I like to think of it is until they're used. Once they're used, they are no longer in the folder. So that first call-in you got from Lulu, if you used it and posted it on your show, that's why it's not there. So that's probably what happened but there is no expiration. You can keep them forever until you use them. Now here's the other cool thing. The interviews are just like that too. Once you do an interview, there's a little folder that pops up in the right hand, upper right hand corner and it says drafts and it'll be the number of how many interviews you have. You can save those to use for the future. So you could do a series of interviews and then publish them a month or two later if you want. So the call-ins and the interviews you essentially have two folders that are held there until they're used. Once they're used, then they're no longer in the folder. With the interviews, if when you do an interview, you're emailed that file, and so you do have the file to upload again if you want. Hope this is helpful to Miss Honey. What's up, Dr. Dan Gary from Motorspit here. I may have uncovered a secret solution for the issue that some anchor users have 
when they go to their call-in center and they can't preview their call-ins. This has actually never happened to me before until today. And what I was able to do was click the Add to Station button. And of course, now we have audio editing capability on Anchor. It asked me if I wanted to trim it first. So I selected Trim, and then the transcription for the audio still generated. And I was able to listen to it in the audio editor. Now, regardless of whether I wanted to edit it or not, it enabled me to actually hear what the calling was about, and I found that useful. So it may be worth sharing with the listeners this tip for getting around the fact that sometimes you can't hear your call-ins. If you go to edit them, you can. Thank you, Gary from Motorspit, for that great tip. I did not know people were having problems with the call-in area and not being able to hear it. So if you do, this is a great tip from Gary to go ahead and trim the audio segment and you can listen to it in there. So it sounds like perhaps a little bug with Anchor. Uh, For those of you who may not be familiar with Gary, Skip at Motor Spit, he is a Formula One race car driver from the UK. He is awesome. Definitely check out his station and you can listen to one of our Anchor interviews we had with Gary, episode 40. It'll be very inspiring for you. So thank you, Gary, for calling in on that. Uh, Appreciate everything. And in the next audio segment, I'm going to share a new thing I just found out about call-ins, how to keep them in, how to share them on your station and keep them in your call-in area to use again, uh, maybe down the road or save them. So there's a rapid-fire tip coming up. Another rapid-fire tip coming right at you about call-ins. I just answered a question from Miss Honey about how long call-ins last in your folder. Do they expire? They stay there until you use them, then they're gone. And I just tried out the trim segment aspect and found out a very cool thing. So if you have a call-in and you want to post it to your station but also save it to your call-in folder, Here's what you do. You go ahead and click trim segment, select the beginning of the transcription and the end. So you're you're trimming it, but you're really not cutting anything out. You're going through the process. Then click done. That posts it to your station, but it keeps it in the call-in area. I thought I had seen that earlier, a couple days ago, but I just tried it out. And for me, it's working right now. Now, we'll see if it goes away in 24 hours, but at least for now, the call-in I just trimmed from Gary Spit, I'm sorry, Gary at Motor Spit, I did that, I trimmed the whole thing, and it posted to my station, and it's still in my call-in area. So, just something to experiment with. That's your rapid-fire tip. This is Dr. Dan at Anchor Talk. Please call in with your weekend rapid-fire tips to share with everyone in the Anchor community. It can be a tech tip, advice, encouragement, any idea for Anchor. And remember, now you're also submitting some ideas for our collaborative book project, Anchor Voices. Thanks so much. Hey, Dr. Dan, Eileen Smith here. I wanted to call in to contribute a RFT, Rapid Fire Tip. And this is for those of us who have been uninstalling and reinstalling the app due to various glitches that we were seeing on the app. When you've done that, 
go back and check your profile and make sure that your Twitter and your Facebook and your Spotify or Apple, Apple Music accounts are still connected because I just went in today as I was doing a demo and I saw that all of those apps were disconnected. So make sure that stuff is connected because that's how you'll see new people coming into the app that you're already connected with on other social platforms. Thanks so much. Bye for now. Oh, 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 Dr. Dan, I just had a thought and I just called in Maya, uh, called into her. Um, wouldn't it be cool if they notified you um, saying that you've been added to somebody's episode or a podcast episode? Because then people can, especially people, new years, new users can be like, oh my God, they use my calling for an episode. It's there always. Yay! I think that'd be really great if they notified you because then it just uh, helps promote the idea of what anchor is and it gets people to come and listen to anchor you know what i mean okay here's another thing i learned so i was going through eloisa i'm sure you've ran into her she's a fantastic person um i don't know her i don't know her last name uh how to pronounce it properly so i'm not going to say it but um she's constantly on my station if you don't know who i'm talking about but um she, I was listening to her episode, her podcast episode on uh, miracles, and I found out something really interesting, and that is if you put shout outs to your channel and your episode, not your channel, sorry, your episode after they, after it's live, it won't save the image of who you're doing a shout out to, which is really good because sometimes people during shout outs don't say the names of the people. They just say, thank you so much for listening or random things. Cause I don't always say the names of the shout outs so the tip is say the name of the shout out if you are going to save it to your podcast episode otherwise it will just be a picture of yourself and you won't know the listener will not know who you're shouting out to unless you say the name it's rapid fire tip time dr dan from anchor talk when you create your profile in your name try to include your personal name so a lot of people get quite creative with their station name piggly wiggly or whatever and it doesn't have your name in it but make sure you have your name in your profile because for me I like to personalize things so if someone just uh, likes my station I like to return the fave and look at their profile but then I can't see what their name is so it's really nice when you have your first name in there but I will not be deterred I will listen to your content Sometimes I will click on your link to just try to find your first name. I remember someone, I tried to do this a few weeks ago, and it went to a blog, and they didn't even have their first name on their blog. There was no way that I knew their first name, especially if you're into social media and branding. You want to make sure that you have it easy to, for us to get to know you. And I, I just think having your, at least your first name in your profile is probably a good idea. What do you think? Give me a call and let me know. Keep these rapid-fire tips coming. Hey, Dan, it's Bruce Colthart. How you doing? Um, you don't have to publish this, but I have searched a couple of times for your brother's podcast, and I can't find it. Is it Surge, S-U-R-G-E, up? Um, I searched again this morning after starting to listen to the interview and couldn't find it, so can you let me know how to spell that? Thanks. Talk to you soon again. Hey, Bruce. It's Dr. Dan from Anchor Talk. And I just wanted to thank you for that call in. And I went ahead and published it because 
uh, your question really uh, kind of highlighted something that I didn't realize. So we'll, we'll make this into a rapid fire tip as well. So you searched uh, for my brother's podcast and he says it's Surge Up with Dave Davidson. Well, what I realized is when you put in, and I did the same thing, I put in Surge, Surge Up, nothing came up in the search area. Well, that's because he had it listed in his description, but not in his name or station name. And uh, that's something new. I did not realize that when you're searching, apparently it's not accessing your description name of your station, which I think it would, but apparently not. So I advise Dave of this and uh, in a branding uh, sense based on your feedback, uh, encourage him to change his name, which he has now, and it's Surge Up Dave Davidson. And through that process, I realized that there is a limitation of 21 characters for your station name. So keep that in mind, everyone. Uh, and so for Dave, uh, it's it, kind of a long name, Surge Up, then Space Dave, Space Davidson. Now when someone uh, searches for Surge Up, his name will be in there. So Bruce, thank you for the question because it really highlights the importance of having your podcast name that you're going by in your station name, uh, which Dave did not. He did not realize that. So, Bruce, you're off, often awesome. I mean, you're always awesome, but I love the new name of your podcast and your logo, Often Awesome, Bruce Coldheart. And just for old time's sake, I think I'll play the little jingle that I wrote for Bruce uh, a few weeks ago because Bruce is on the loose. Dr. Dan, hello, this is Mohawk Mama. I have an RFT, but I'm not sure I'm too late, but I'm gonna share it anyway. And this rapid fire tip piggybacks on what you mentioned about minimizing your screen when you're in recording mode and on the iPhone, which is what I have, you know, I just hit my home button, as you had mentioned also, and you're able to do other activities while recording. Well, the same is true for when you're listening to other stations, is you can hit that home button, continue to hear, and do whatever else you might need to do on your phone, whether you want to take notes, or whether you want to actually go to um, other apps, or what have you. So that's my little RFT. Thank you. Mohawk Mama, thank you for calling in. That is a great RFT rapid fire tip that you can minimize your anchor app after you start the playback and you can listen to it while you look at any other app that is awesome i will add uh i did a, a rapid fire tip yesterday about how once you hit the record button and i always hit the record button and slide up so you don't have to hold it then you can hit the home screen on the iphone and then check out other apps I did try it uh, to open up Safari and look at a website, and that seems to stop the recording. So uh, I did find that out. So if someone tries to do that, so what you want to do is if there's a website that you want to refer to, bookmark it, copy and paste it. Again, I use a really good bookmark uh, free solution called Diigo, D-I-I-G-O. And so I was 
looking at a, a story yesterday on the New York Times that I wanted to just refer to. And when I went into Safari, uh, it stopped the anchor recording. So I just bookmarked it to Diago, uh, which is an app. And then I highlighted what I wanted to do. And then I could read the story in Diago. And I was able to keep the recording on in the background. So that's just uh, another piggyback on both of our ideas just to help us become even more effective and efficient in our recording and listening. Thank you, Mohawk Mama. You are awesome.